1: Welcome to the Odds Couple, alongside the legendary Mike North. I'm Carmen DeFelco. We're presented by Prop Swap, and Mikey. Let's face it; it has to be one of the absolutely most glorious times of the year—the first weekend of the NCAA tournament here. It's happening, and considering. We didn't have one last year because of COVID. It is oh so great and oh so refreshing. isn't it?
2: Yeah, and I tell you what, it's good to talk to you, Carl. Good to talk to Randy, everybody. We're going to have some great stuff going on today. We got a lot of picks to give out or to, or, or to talk about or to lean. I got one really special pick. Of course, I took Wisconsin, uh, which will be on later on as you're listening to this podcast right now. And I want to make sure that uh, you, you stick around because this this other pick I got is gold. love love it yeah and and you know what i know there's people that will play the whole board and everything else like that that's not the way that i want to do it you do two three i will be listing uh all my picks from uh uh, that i do all weekend i'll tag am 1000 carmen i'm gonna tag gwyn Daly, and i'm gonna tag bears barroom all my platforms and then you'll be able to see the picks that are up uh, to date for tomorrow for saturday and uh uh, and for sunday so it's gonna be great carmen it's a great turn I hear Vegas is in uh, an uproar right now, according to what I'm um, understanding. It's going to have 70% occupancy, Mm -hmm. uh, but they're not ready. They're understaffed. Uh, The hotels are understaffed. Uh, I take it's taken 35 to 40 minutes to get an Uber or a cab. A lot of people have gotten the stimulus checks. A lot of people that have low paying jobs and they have decided we're going to take another week or two off. That's what I'm understanding. And we'll be back. So it's going to be a debacle out there. They're not ready to go. Hopefully the sports books will be ready. But let's face it. Everybody's flying off the seat of their pants, including some of these teams. I mean, there's going to be teams probably playing shorthanded. I mean, Virginia. Look at Virginia. Oh, well, you know, I remember five hey look, if 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 six guys on my team that I play on got COVID, but I don't, I wanna play with five. I wanna play with what what we got. I, yeah. I remember seventy nine with the Paul. Basically they, they, they almost won the whole thing. They lost to Larry Bird in the final four, but they played with five guys all year. Yeah. Uh, Gary Garland, Clyde Bradshaw, Jim Mitchum, uh Curtis Watkins and Mark Aguire. Yeah. You know, we then they would bring a guy and another guy in for a sub, and we'd close our eyes for five minutes and <laughs> hope everything would be all right. So, uh, it's a special time of year. We're ready to go. Mike,
1: do you do a bracket or do you strictly look at lines, find value there, and make plays uh, betting wise with the lines? Or do you I have nothing bracket?
2: against brackets. I really don't, but I bet the individual okay. games. Did, you, really, did you, do you ever but, do brackets like back in the day? I mean, oh yeah, I did yeah. one this way. I didn't put it out, but I got Loyola winning. I grew okay. up four blocks away, and that. let me tell everybody this. Let me tell everybody this, and this goes for the Illinois fans in the second round. First of all, the committee screwed us. Mm. Anybody that's happy about Illinois playing Loyola in round two, instead of having Illinois on the other side somewhere in another region and Loyola where you have the second or third biggest market, TV market, we're going to knock, somebody's going to get knocked off, which is a shame because, I mean, I mean there's, there's people that think Loyola's a top 15. Look at what, what Illinois done. So, of two very good teams, so we'll find out what's going to happen. Well, we'll know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but I'm really hoping. I think Loyola. There's people that uh, I think his name is uh, Palm. One of the Ken, guys, Ken Palm. Yeah, he has a top. He has a Loyola in the top fifteen.
1: He's got him in the top ten, Mike. I think top they were 10. ninth. I think they finished ninth in his adjusted metric. They were the ninth best team in the right. country.
2: And because their name is Loyola, yeah, they're disregarded. But I will tell you this. And I know this for a fact, having coached for six years at Notre Dame and Niles. Those kids from Loyola and Illinois, they all know each other. Yeah. And the last team I think Illinois wanted to play oh, yeah. is Loyola.
1: I think they got a tough draw. And Dave I Rebson from the Big Ten Network was on with Yurk and Me yesterday and was breaking it down just how tough that draw is. Because oh. if Loyola does beat George, uh, George um, Georgia Tech, and Georgia Tech can't play uh, with Georgia
2: Tech's missing their top
1: Best player, time. exactly. The ACC player of the year. Moses Wright right. has covid He won't play. So I think Loyola's going to win later this afternoon. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, uh, Reverend was making the point, not only would Illinois then have to play Loyola, or let's say Georgia Tech does win, it's probably the best team in the ACC. A down year for the ACC, but probably the best team. And then you're potentially looking at a Sweet 16 matchup against a a surging Oklahoma State team with probably the number one pick in the NBA draft later this June. Mm -hmm. Like, That's a brutal couple of games to start this thing through the first weekend, you know, for the first couple of games and then potentially next weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, if anybody, I mean, I'm hearing everybody saying too bad for Loyola. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Maybe it might be too bad for Illinois, and I love both teams. It's a shame. You got two great coaches, Underwood, Moser and we're playing in the second round with those two teams yep. where one guy already has come out. A couple of guys have projected that, like you said, Loyola's a top-ten team, and we all know what Illinois done.
1: Illinois is great. I think the, I don't want to jinx the Illini. I think they're winning this thing. They look like a buzzsaw to me. As of Wednesday night, BetMGM had more bets and more money on Illinois than any other team in the tournament. Most of the other books still taking the most money on Gonzaga. Uh, the Zags, of course, go in at 26-0, and the last team to go undefeated <laughs> and win it all, Indiana, in nineteen seventy.
2: And can I just say something? Illinois would beat this team by 15. By Gonzaga? I mean, Indiana would beat Gonzaga Oh, oh by Indiana, I got you. Oh, are you yeah. kidding me? Scott May, Quinn Buckner, yeah. Kent Benson, they killed this team. With Bobby Knight team? coaching. Well, but they're minus 210 not to win it all. Minus Yeah, how about minus 210, 210 for, no. for no. I'm putting that bet in for myself. Are you? There's no way they they're going to they're going to they've been playing look St. Mary's uh yeah we all know this is the year we've talked about this it's supposed to have been the year the last 10 years from from Adam Morrison you name it to everybody else that they've had over there and i know that they got an easy sort of Trail, don't you think? Well, that yeah. that, well they got they, the number they one. deserve yeah, it, they
1: deserve it, right? I see, yeah, they've got they're the number one overall, so it's going to be easiest for them. You're right.
2: How come in football, if you play in a league like that, you don't even probably get a chance to play in the playoffs? But if you play in basketball in one of the weakest leagues mm-hmm. in NCAA and you run the table, you're given a, Prob- the best team.
1: I, I'm guessing just because the, the, the amount of games makes a difference. I don't know. I'll yeah. say this in Gonzaga's defense. They beat Kentucky, West mm-hmm. Virginia. I'm sorry, not Kentucky. They beat Kansas, mm-hmm. West Virginia, and Iowa this year. They beat three top twenty teams this year in the non-conference. When they get into their conference, they dominate. You're right, Mike. It's yeah. hard to. It's they beat. I think they beat Virginia too. They beat four top twenty teams in the non. Well, non-conference. I'm hearing
2: they had a tough game against BYU.
1: Well, and, well, they, when, they, they, when, BYU gave them a scare in that last
2: game. Yeah, and who says BYU gives somebody a scare? <laughs> Just Gonzaga. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. But, but I, 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 I'm going to go minus two. I just find it hard to believe it's been this long. And then Gonzaga's going to come in and, and beat everybody they face. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on him. I will say this. He's got probably the best all-around team right. I've seen yeah. Mark Few have in a right. long time. I mean, the other teams, they had a one-star, two-star type of guys, a good inside guy with Adam Morrison. I remember they were a two-man team, so to speak, with other guys just filling in. Gonzaga, that's a program that was built in front of my very eyes into a national power.
1: I think you're right about it, too. I think this might be his best team, so we're going to find out. I think the interesting thing in their bracket is that, you know, they could potentially, from the bottom of that bracket, to get to the Final Four, play either they could play Iowa, who's the two-seed, they could play Kansas, who's Mm -hmm. the three-seed, and they Hmm? those would be rematch games. And it'd be Mm -hmm. interesting to see, like with – the tape and the experience from playing them earlier in the year, could Iowa or Kansas potentially take them out if it comes to that, uh, in that re- you know, to win that region. So.
2: And as far as Loyola and Georgia Tech is concerned, I know a lot of people like the five and a half, but I will tell you this, and Carmen said it, hey, Georgia Tech won the ACC, which means Duke and North Carolina and Notre Dame didn't. I would say this was a horrid year for the ACC. Yeah. And now they're losing their number one guy yep. on this team, which is too bad about that. But you know what? It's just been one of those years. And Loyola caught themselves a break because before that kid went down with COVID, they were a picket.
1: Yeah. And then it went all the way out to like five and a half. It was In no incredible. Time. In no time. You're that right.
2: That means that kid, I mean, really. How many times you see? Okay, maybe Jordan, other people in yeah. the NBA, they miss, they'll go up five, six, seven points. Yeah. Uh, you know, but but how many times have you seen a uh, one player, yeah, great player, yep. take it five and a half points up? That, that's something. I that's know. Kareem. That's Lou Cinder stuff. <laughs>
1: that's Kareem, right? It's Lou Right. Mike mentioned earlier, and I hope everybody uh, remembered this. If you were with me and York earlier today, Mike joins us every Friday, mm-hmm. and now uh, the bonus play was Wisconsin. Uh, Randy Merkin loves that. Look, I like Wisconsin too. Um, history, I guess you'd say, is not on our side. Roy Williams has never lost a round one game. That's incredible. He's twenty nine and zero in round number one in the first game of the tournament. But all good things must come to an end. And I, I'm with you, Mike. I think it ends tonight. I, I think, yeah, North Carolina's probably a little bit deeper. But when you look at the advanced metrics, I think Wisconsin's got him. And if they play their game and slow it down, I think they can win this game
2: tonight. Wisconsin has to close. Yeah, They've, they they should have won three, four more games. And and you know what? I didn't pick this game. Like I said, my system picks this game. I've been very comfortable, especially with the bonus play with uh oh. with Carmen Yerkle, been very comfortable with it. I'm very comfortable with this pick, Incredible. just like I'm gonna be very comfortable with my Villanova winter pick. I can't wait. And that. I, I will tell you this North Carolina Wisconsin, I think you look at it like this the pedigree blue chip team forever. From Dean Smith to now, to Roy Williams, has been North Carolina. Wisconsin, I think, like myself, if I didn't get it on the system, if it didn't play out like this, I don't think I would have bet him, Carm, because of what's happened this year where they've been winning games in the first half yeah. and then been blowing it. But uh, Trust the I think the puzzling thing is Wisconsin's only getting a point and a half. Yeah, yep,
1: I know. Trust the system, though. Like you oh, always I
2: do. Don't worry.
1: When we come back, we got our guy Luke Pergandy. What a, what a weekend for Cops. Oh,
2: NCAA money.
1: <laughs> we'll talk to Luke Pergandy coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We're cruising along. Podcast only tonight because we got games on our air. But Mike and I are here for you, breaking down the tournament. We got some best plays. And Mike's got a doozy for you in the Villanova-Winthrop game later tonight. So stick around for that. We'll be right back. This is The Odds Couple
0: on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to The Odds Couple, Friday nights at 6, with a replay Saturday morning at 8, on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Back inside
1: The Odds Couple, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are presented by Prop Swap, and this weekend is hey. Pop Swap. I mean two cruise pets and you know individual game tickets. The madness is underway. And we've got our great friend Luke Fergandy, one of the founders of Pop Swap.
2: Oh, the, hey, hey, there he is.
1: What's up, Luke?
3: What's up, boys? It's finally here.
1: Oh my god, after a whole year off, I mean it's been two years since we've been able to do this. It's incredible. I know it's great for you guys. You sold that big Michigan ticket earlier this week, right?
3: We did. We sold the uh, the eight hundred dollar uh, Michigan ticket from December. It was one hundred twenty five to one odd. We sold it for fifteen thousand dollars on a Monday morning. Amazing. You know what, Luke? I was going to ask you what ticket or what stuff
2: have you seen that sort of surprised you or caught in your eye? For instance, are there? I like a couple teams to go deep into it. I don't know if they're going to win it all, but Houston's plus two thousand. They're not Mm -hmm. even considered. And you got Alabama, who's a number two seed, plus 2,000. And I'm just wondering, are there tickets for Alabama? Are there tickets for Houston that you've seen? Or is it basically the blue chalk, you know, the North Carolinas of the world, the Gonzagas, yeah, maybe North Carolina? Who do you got?
3: Yeah, I mean, yes, we've been selling tons of Alabama tickets, tons of Houston tickets. Um, You know, I like – That Houston bracket is difficult with uh, Illinois being the top seed, but I could see either of those two teams making a run. Houston's specific corner is quite easy. You have to face Clemson or Rutgers in the second round. They should definitely move past those. And then they'd play West Virginia in the third game. I think they can win both of those. So, yeah, we've sold a lot of Alabama, a lot of Houston. Um, You know, you asked which – which transaction has surprised me. I'll be honest, that Michigan transaction surprised me. Um, you know, every time on Propswap we have two parties. There's both a buyer and a seller. And in that situation, you know, I thought the seller cut a pretty good deal uh, yeah. to be able to sell his, his eight hundred dollar tickets for fifteen thousand. I mean Michigan without Isaiah Livers right. is just a different Michigan team. Um, mm. I honestly think they could lose to L S U or Saint Bonnie's, whoever advances. That's that LSU wow. state Bonaventure game is my most difficult first round matchup. I just, I've been really torn on who to pick, but they're both excellent teams. I could honestly see Michigan losing to one of those two.
1: I've actually got LSU advancing in that bracket, so it's. And I got Bonnies.
3: And you got the Bonnies. There
1: you go. Right. See? And Bonnie yeah.
2: I've watched them both. I mean, I know Bob is not walking through that door for St. <laughs> Bonnies, but they are well chiseled. Yeah. They are all yeah. around good team, folks.
1: And I think the livers thing makes it a world of difference. I, I totally agree with you, Luke. Um, that that's why they might run into some trouble. Like, do you think this guy is hoping they win a game and then he'll try to resell it? Or, I mean, is he in it for the long haul, the guy that bought it?
3: Yeah, yeah, he might. So he's a professional gambler. He lives in Las Vegas. You know, there's a huge problem in this industry of once you're a winner, the sports books just kick you out. Hmm. Um, and he's just been kicked out of so many different sports books in Las Vegas. So wow. his solution is Prop Swap. Um I could totally see him reselling it. Uh, This is the same guy. I don't know if you guys remember that Dallas Stars Houston Rockets parlay over the summer with a cash of like Um, $434,000. This is the same buyer of that parlay. So definitely understands prop just being able to get in and out um, you know, it would cash for a hundred thousand. So hopefully, we'll see it resurface again in a week or so. Right, exactly. I got
2: to ask one more quick one: Did they, are people selling Loyola tickets, uh, or trying to get rid of their Loyola tickets because they're playing Illinois? Because my advice yeah, to them is hold on to it.
3: Yeah, that Loyola situation just incredibly frustrating yep. decision by the committee to to put you know, uh, to put Loyola at an eight seed, at an absolute. Uh, mistake in my opinion that's that's one of the best 8 ever they're alive like they can yep. definitely beat Illinois but yep. just a horrible horrible draw Great. for Loyola Chicago to have to go up against the fighting Illini in the second round there but they have a shot mm. they they definitely have a shot i'd say you flip a coin 100 times loyola will probably wins that 30 times so they're they're alive
1: all right and other than just to, the to win tickets Luke I mean there are individual game tickets for sale too right I mean I look a bunch of Texas Tech tickets if you like Utah State is the dog I mean there's a lot of action up at prop swap and it's not just who's gonna win the tournament
3: right totally yeah we have you know teams to win Final four just straight up game uh, you know Utah State Texas Tech um, yes there's there's all different ways that you can utilize props off at a tournament. You know, I always say, like, the bracket is fun, but, like, your chances of winning the right. bracket, yeah. your bracket tournament is just so small. You've got 400 other brackets in there. It's just a very difficult thing to win. But with props Off, obviously, if you buy a St. Bonnie's ticket or a Texas Tech ticket, and then you can sell it in two, two weeks, you know, make eight times what you paid for it, a little bit less risky approach to the March Madness here.
1: Yeah. All right, love it. Luke, have a great weekend. Enjoy. We'll talk to you next week.
3: <laughs> Bye, <Darren>. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> you, Thanks, Luke. Luke Pergandy.
1: At Luke Pergandy on Twitter. He's great. So, yeah, they sold that Michigan ticket. Maybe that guy tries to flip it. I don't know. We'll see. How
2: about this? How about if I go minus 210, like I was saying, for Gonzaga not to go all the way, mm-hmm. I buy that ticket for like two dimes. Okay? You mm-hmm. and I go 1,000 each, let's mm-hmm. say. And then Gonzaga wins their first three games, or first two games. Now we put it up for sale. Can we sell it? I mean, would I'm people sure still take it? Yeah. Because there are going to be people, even though they won their first two games, that will say they're not going to go all the way. Right. When, in fact, this might be a down year in basketball, in NCAA basketball. Well, of course it is. And also, kind we've, we've talked about this all year, and I think it, it played into us having a huge year in the NFL there's no crowds, right? And without crowds, I mean, there are kids out there. I know when I coached high school, there are kids that get shaky mm-hmm. in a full gym, and and with no crowds,
1: very limited anyway. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, limited. I mean, you know, they got a high school crowd in in, in, exactly. in a twenty three thousand seat stadium. Exactly. You know,
1: yeah, that's very true. Hey, by the way, uh, the dog. Whoa, boy! Did you get everybody going on Twitter earlier this week? Posting a wonderful video. You and got a new dog, little. I love the name Lotto. Lotto. Big pause to fill. It but, was going to uh... be
2: Carmen. <laughs> it was going to be Carmen.
1: You had to keep the L theme going. The Lucky Licorice. You had to keep it yeah. going.
2: Yeah, right? we had to keep it going. And Bibi says to me, "You have Lucky. We had Licorice. What about this dog?" And I said, "I got to think about it." We went to you know, it's a male dog, Larry. You know. <laughs> You know, we, we we tried everything. And then I'm I'm playing golden tea in my basement, and I'm thinking, I'm going, lotto. That's great. Because we often said, people tell us, if a, if a dog comes to your house, he's won the lottery. So that's what we decided to do. He's a doll. That's great. You have your dog. I know it's your first dog. Yes, our first. Yeah, and you're going off to see your pants. Because right. when we had licorice, we had licorice for uh, for almost eight to 18 years. Wow. But when we trained licorice, we had no idea. Yeah. And this is our third dog, so we. Hey, if the dog jumps up on the furniture, for instance, or jumps up on you, do you know what to do? What? You take a. You have a, and and everybody tells you this, and you only have to do it once or twice. Now, does your dog do that?
1: He does. He's now our dog's little, so he is on the couch a lot. Yes.
2: Okay, but does he go up and jump on your legs? No, not too much. He's okay, pretty good about that. But if he does, that. if yeah. he start, if dogs for anybody out there, you take a spray bottle of water, just spray him in the face once really? or twice. Yep. I never They heard stop that. doing it. No they kidding. They stopped doing it. Yep.
1: That's a good if, little, I, I never heard that
2: before. Yeah, and Bebe, our dog loves, of course, Bebe, and it's clinging to him. Yeah. So she, he goes between, tries to get between her ankles and yeah. her feet. Shh, shh, like that. Doesn't do it anymore. Just a uh, spray bottle of water. Doesn't hurt him. Yeah. Doesn't do anything. But they go, and then they see the bottle come out. Right, and they know. They go, uh, it's the spray bottle. Run, you know?
1: Did you guys, I mean, what, and, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, what, I think in December, uh, Lucky died. Is that right? Lucky
2: died December 15th. Okay, and so. Listen to this, though. Real backstory. I came on with Carmen Yerkel, I think right after that. Yeah. I almost teared up on the air. I said, my best buddy died, but I'm honoring my dog by calling this the Lucky Bonus Play. Right, yeah. Yerwin Yerkel said, That's a good idea. I didn't lose for two months. How about that? (laughs) Uh, My dog was watching over me. amazing, isn't it? He said, you suck the first three weeks of the NFL. I saved you there. But I didn't lose from from that point on until, listen to this, we picked up our dog, our new dog. On Saturday, we lost the night before by half a point. Yeah.
1: Now we'll start a new winning streak. Did oh. you guys did you know you'd get one this quickly, or did you just all of a sudden did you say last weekend, hey, let's go get another dog?
2: You know what? We knew it was time. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've been married uh for over four decades, me and P. So now, you know, we look at each other after about three months without the dog and we're going, Is yeah. this really gonna go on <laughs> like this? <laughs> we need Seriously. Yeah, like, we need I dogs. mean, we gotta get another soul in I, this I, house. I, I dogs it. are the best. And you know what? I know people that got Kids, when our dogs die, we're devastated. I'm not taking anything around people with kids, but anybody that doesn't have kids that has a dog, that's your kid. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm sorry. I know. So, and you know... And, and, and Vigo, maybe they'll meet someday. Maybe. I would love that.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. And yeah, I mean, have a,
2: they call it a play date now? Yeah, that's what donkey yeah. play date. That's we used right. to call You know what we used to call when we were kids? Go into the corner to get together with our buddies. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
1: a play date. But, All yeah. right, when we come back, we got more games to talk about. There's so much action this weekend. Mike's got a big play on Winthrop-Villanova. Yep. We'll get to that. And we won't forget about Jim Miller. We we still have ponies for this weekend. He's on fire. He did it again last week. What else is new? It's unbelievable. He is on fire. We'll talk to Jimmy in a little bit. We'll be right back. This is
0: The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app.
1: Inside the odds, couple on ESPL One Thousand and the ESPN Chicago app. like More Tom Presented by Prop Swap. We got the tournament underway. Yes, the madness has arrived. We've been talking about some of the games. We got a whole slew of games still left to go today, and then a bunch more on Saturday, and Sunday, and Monday before the week's weekend is set. And the first round will be all done. I mean, how about all the Big Ten schools that make it nine—the most ever—nine Big Ten schools. In this tournament, the Big Ten and the Big Twelve were clearly the two best conferences in college basketball this year, Mike.
2: Yeah, that's right, Carmen. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I hope it doesn't turn out like it usually does. That doesn't happen every year in the SEC football league, but every year everybody goes, the SEC is the toughest league going." And now, you know, Alabama is top heavy, and then you got a couple other teams, and then when they play the bowl games, you look and they go, "Wow, well, they went two and five or three and four or something like that." They don't always have banner years, so I'm hoping that the Big Ten has a banner year, but I saw some of the matchups, including illinois Loyola down the line, so I'm not encouraged by some of the matchups. I do like some of them, but, you know, I'm sort of like uh, taking what the system's giving me. I did bet two futures. I want to see what you think about this. I took Houston at 2,000, making 2,000 2000 to win the title. win the whole thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they looked phenomenal in their conference tournament. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, they just—they got a couple of guys that can really—and the really best
2: sport. team I saw play that I bet this year that impressed the living days uh, daylights out of me, with their head coach. I forget what his name is now. I think you guys might know Alabama.
1: Yes, it's uh, Nate Oates, who's a finalist for Coach of the Year.
2: My, I, I, like I watched. Him. I watched them. I bet him I think a couple times, lost one, won one, but they battled their hearts out. There are a bunch of no name guys for for the for the casual fan. Yeah. And how about this? Let's talk about Alabama athletics. Uh, yeah. You know, all you think about when you think of Alabama's football, you never think number two seed. For for the NCAA with Alabama, no, that's that's great.
1: I haven't been a the Final Ford. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think they got a shot. I think they're and especially I, with I, the injuries that Michigan had, you know, the injury delivers livers,
2: livers. I don't know.
1: However, Isaiah says his name. What is it, Merkin? Is it livers or livers? livers? livers. It's livers. It's a key injury for them. I think Bama's live. I'm with you, Mike. I think that's a good bet.
2: You know, I've been really lucky with the futures, and Randy and I, you know, we we finally overcome the tragedy when we took Wisconsin about two months ago, (laughs) and we both won on Justin Thomas last week. How special was that? Yeah, how about it? Yeah, and 1,800 on every 100 for that guy coming out of nowhere. I just wanted to slip that in because, yeah, you can pick one out of your you-know-what Heine mm-hmm. and, and, and get lucky in golf. But uh, the golf thing's been big. Now we got TNC NCAA, it's the so NBA. Great. It's crazy. So the next game that you got, if you had to bet one for game, game for get, without your pick, without your main pick, right. Tom, mm-hmm. which one really looks good to
1: you? I like Oklahoma State. I know there's been some talk about Liberty being a little Liberty bit of a sleeper and Liberty can guard and this and that. Uh, they played... They did play non-conference games against Purdue and Missouri this season. So Liberty, you know, you feel going into this tournament a little bit tested. It's not like they only played the competition in their conference where they obviously play extremely well. Uh, And they've lost just once in their last 16 games, the Flames. But I I like the way OK State finished the season. They beat six ranked teams, Mike, since February 22nd. Six! They beat Texas Tech, Oklahoma twice, West Virginia twice, and Baylor. And then they lost by five in the Big 12 title game to a pretty good Texas team. So they've got probably the top pick in the NBA draft this summer in Cade Cunningham. Uh, they're 10-1 against the spread in their last 11 coming off a straight-up loss. So I like Oklahoma State minus the seven, actually, today.
2: I'll tell you what. That's a strong lean for me. That's a strong Cunningham. lean. I'm glad to Liberty, hear that. Liberty getting a lot of praise. Yeah. Had a heck of a year. They're stepping up, okay? I'm happy they're in the tournament. Don't ask me where they're at. Don't ask me the name of their coach. But they're getting praise like they've been uh, a Division One powerhouse. Yeah. Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma State as a lean, maybe like you say, Carm, I like your it. famous couch change type That's of situation right. here. I'll give you another one. Okay. I think people think uh, you know that Arkansas. Now who's playing Arkansas? I got it scratched. Arkansas Col- got Colgate. Col- Colgate. Yep. Arkansas is being disrespected. I think. I'm with you. My God. I mean Colgate. I like the toothpaste. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> but but my God. I mean I know they run up and down the court. Yeah, both. Teams but who can are score. they running up and down the court with? Yeah. You know, what? No, I ran up that. and down the court once. You know, and, and you know what? I beat a guy, and then you played another team. And then they're running up and down the court. It's a different running up and down the court. Sure is. The next thing you know, you're seeing you're seeing uh, their backs. So I sort of lean in Arkansas.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you on Arkansas. I think it's a step up in class for Colgate. They rank 140th nationally in adjusted defensive efficiency too. So I, I think Arkansas, with the lottery pick on their team, is going to be able to score and win that game. Uh, I think we both like. Uh, I, we might have different sides, but I think we like the game tomorrow. The 8-9 matchup in the, I think that's in the East, if I'm not mistaken. I hope I have that right. Uh, the St. Bonnie's LSU game I think is great. <laughs> I, my, I'm telling you, and, you know, you've got LSU's head coach is Will Wade, who coached in that conference against uh, St. Bonnie's when he was at VCU. So these coaches know each other. Uh, I, I, I like that game. I think that's going to be a good one, and I love the way LSU played last weekend, taking Bama all the way you know all the way to the wire in the SEC title game.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I will tell you this. I think that St. Bonaventure is another team. As everybody knows, that most of my uh, ten out of eleven wins have been with small schools. Mm-hmm. St. Bonny's considered a small school, and I watched them this year. And you know, for them to be playing a really public team like LSU, and only getting a point and a half, yeah. to me, tells me that I. I like Bonnie. I did some work on tomorrow's games, just in case there was a game tomorrow that, you know, we can have on the encore. You know what I mean? Yep. But uh, everything's stronger today, and but I would lean— St. Bonaventure, okay. and you're going to lean LSU. Yeah, a little bit. I like. You want to go 25 cents on it? Sure, let's do okay. it. Okay, why not, Mikey? Why yeah, not? let's let's have a let's have a tip jar. Yeah, <laughs> we might as well. You hear the clank?
1: Have a little fun with why it. Why
2: don't right? we have Randy break the
1: break the tie there? What do you think, Randy? You going in St. Bonnie's or uh, you go in the Bonneys? L- I'm you going LSU. You going to LSU, okay? LSU. Ooh, Randy's baby, breaking the tie. I think that's gonna I'm be a great I'm in trouble
2: game. now. No, no, not at I'm all. I'm in time. trouble. Stop it.
1: Yeah. Hey, should we mention uh, the Bulls at all real quick, too? The yeah. Bulls play tonight at 8 o'clock. They're in Denver.
2: Can oh, I they're... mention my miracle win the other night? Yeah, please. I had San Antonio. Oh, my God. So, BB, B.B. always gives me the signal without giving me the signal. We're watching the game. And Zach Levine's going off. They looked really great. They're up by 23. So, we're getting towards the end of the half, the first half. And B.B. says, you want to watch a movie? I said, yes. So, we watched the movie. I I said I'm a dead man. Because (laughs) if it's over 22 or 23, folks, usually, even in the NBA, you can't catch them. And I was only getting a point and a half. So we turn it off. I decide not to turn the game on. I shut the TV off. I check Twitter to see if Swarovski is dancing. Right. You know. And I don't see the gyrations. I don't see anything. I go to check the score. 39-19, 39 to 19 they uh, outscored him in the fourth quarter. Unreal. I, I I asked if Jim Boylan was back. Right. That's that's a game Billy Donovan can't lose. Yeah, and they've had a
1: couple of I mean look at yeah. like they blew a 22 point lead against yeah. OKC 2 months ago.
2: I don't care what anybody says. I know we got a, a young team. I know I, I know Pax's picks aren't going to work out. They've already told WC uh, Carter and they've already yeah. told White you guys were starters, and now you're sitting. Uh, surround, you know the other guys, Saransky, and the other guys are playing a little bit better. But that's a Jim Boylan loss. Shame on Billy Donovan. You got to figure something out better than that. Yeah, it
1: was bad. Now the Bulls have had a couple of those ugly losses. They did bounce back after each of those previous two yes. this year. They're getting. Oh, they try every nights. game. Carmen. They do. They play pretty hard, I got to say. But you know, you're right. You got to close that. There's no. You got to
2: close that. No. Excuse. That's a that's a Billy Donovan loss. That's one you you look not only at the players. But you look at the head coach. What could you have done differently? 19 points. And, and I think that he said Zach for a while in the fourth he did. quarter. He did. That's a mistake and a half. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's a stud. Yeah. He's the best best player on the court. I mean, seriously. So I wasn't – I was happy for me. But for the Bulls, that's a devastating loss.
1: That's just, that's something though, and that, that's yeah. amazing. That all of those games where you you, to, you figure, wow, this one's done, you turn it off, and then what do you know? It's but so
2: wait about this, and wait about this. So I think I'm a dead, so I think I'm a dead man there, and I got the L.A. Kings that night, plus a goal and a half at minus two forty, and they win. So it turned into gold. And the game I didn't want that I blew off was the NHL Ranger game. Listen to this. I go, I'm, a, I'm worried about taking the Rangers. I turn on the game in the first period. It's 5-0 Rangers. Oh, God. They won nine-nothing. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Sometimes, like we used to talk, Carm, it's about picking. That's Which it? one yeah. are we going to pick for our big picks? I know. That's you know? right.
1: We got some best plays coming up. And Jim Miller, when we come back, back, we'll get some ponies. We still got some more to do. Don't go anywhere. It's Carmen. It's Mike. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple.
0: This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco, The Odds Couple, on ESPN 1000.
1: Entering the home stretch on The Odds Couple, it's Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you here. ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You can always get the podcast up as soon as we're done. You'll get The Odds out- Saturday morning. It's time to get some ponies for the weekend. He, I, I feel like almost every week here for the last three months this guy's given up. I winter. have as
2: many wins as Bob Baffert the last two months I mean, because of oh, Jimmy. Unbelievable. He <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, he's he don't ex- know nothing compared to me.
1: He's the expert handicapper at Hawthorne Racecourse. The one, the only, Jim M-
4: Jimmy. Jimmy! Gentlemen, what a weekend. This is awesome. We got great racing going on this weekend. We got tournament time. It's the best time of year.
1: Well, in the points book, sports uh uh, you know, PointsBet sportsbook is open, right? You yep. got that at the track. You got the Crestwood location Jimmy where yep. You know, people can get in. It's um, it's socially distanced, but people can watch the tournament games this weekend there.
4: Yeah, they can watch it there. We open our book in, in uh, Prospect Heights as well on Tuesday, just in time for the tournament. So you got another hundred screens there to watch on. Perfect. And I'll tell you, you're seeing uh, some more limitations in capacity being allowed, which is a good thing. We're still following social distancing guidelines and that. But if you want to go up and place your wagers, you can do so. If you want to make reservations, we're taking reservations every tournament day. But, hey, there's multiple games going on at one time. You want to watch them all at the same time. This is the best way to do it.
2: You know, I mean, we have people saying that you should double mask even if you have the vaccine. I mean, I'm just losing my mind about this situation, Jimmy. But I wanted to ask you. How hard has it been to manage? Has it been hard at all at these places? I mean, I think most people are responsible. They're wearing their masks. I don't really go out a whole heck of a lot. I don't have to. But for the people that want to have a good time, has it been relatively easy for the staff? Because the staff has to get ready for the day, and they don't know what they're going to get. They don't know how many people they're going to get. How have the people
4: been? You know what? The people have been good, and I think it's because it's kind of become the norm now, Mike, and that's the thing. I mean, we were the first professional sport here in Chicagoland area back racing and participating last summer, so we kind of got a head start on it in regards to taking temperatures when you come in, Mm -hmm. following mass requirements, but the biggest thing is the cleaning and the disinfecting and the follow-up on that, Mm -hmm. and basically what we've done is we've just doubled our maintenance staff, so when you have more hands out there, to be able to keep things clean and keep things sanitized and follow up, it really does help. But, you know, the patrons have been great. Our employees have been great. We're just so thankful to have any fans on site because we went through a couple of spurts where it was really quiet at Hawthorne. You had horses on the track the people that were saddling the horses and riding them. And that was about it. Mm. So it's nice to have some fans back and and we're really excited. And this is a great time now to have have them in the sports book too. Get some
1: some energy back. It's got to be great. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, six weeks from tomorrow, we've got the run for the roses. We have the Kentucky Derby. It's crazy. I mean, you're starting
4: to hit the hundred point races now too. And that's the thing. We talked about the 50 pointers. Those horses are in the starting gate for sure on the Derby. Now, if you're finishing second in these preps, you're getting into the wow. starting gate, too. So wow. you want to run one, two in these races, and then you're running the first Saturday in May for sure.
1: And so when is uh sort of the last of the big ones, Jimmy? Because the horses do, there is some downtime, right? They, you don't want to run these competitive races too close to the actual derby, right?
4: Right, yeah. Typically, the Arkansas Derby is the last of the major derby preps, and that's three weeks out from the derby, and kind of what we've seen – trainers want to have about a month between races. So when you're looking like Louisiana Derby's this week, that's kind of the farthest race out for those 100-point races from the Kentucky Derby. But usually about a month out when you're hitting the Florida Derby, the Wood Memorial, the Santa Anita Derby, that's kind of those last major stepping stones. And then the Arkansas Derby. And hey, when they're putting a million dollars on the line for a race, if you have a good horse, you're going to run even if it's three weeks from the Kentucky Derby. But that's usually a last major prep race.
1: Got it. All right, so what do we like for this weekend?
4: all right we're going to fairgrounds for all three races on saturday because that is where the louisiana derby is and we'll go with the last three races so we'll start with race number 12 bet the eight horse spooky channel across the board eight to one in the morning line florent drew has been riding great he's aboard this horse this was a great three stakes winner in the last out and should be good and then go to race 13 bet the three horse super sensational across the board this horse is 15 to one in the morning line had an absolutely horrendous trip in the last out. New jock for this race and definitely should run big. And then in the Louisiana Derby, race 14, bet the six mandaloon. We bet this horse last time out to win. We'll bet it just to win again in this spot. The horse loves the track, but a good win in the Risen Star in that last.
1: Sounds awesome. Jimmy, have a wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you next week.
4: All right, boys. Good luck. Thanks, Jim. Jimmy.
2: It's
1: our guy Jim Miller from Hawthorne, at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. So uh, the 12th race, the 8-horse across the board at the fairgrounds tomorrow. The 13th race, the 3-horse across the board. And the 14th race, that's the Louisiana Derby. That's the big prep race this weekend down in New Orleans at the fairground. At the fairgrounds. The 6-horse mandaloon to win. All right, I got
2: we've... a proposition bet for you real oh, quick. What do you got? I know we don't want to talk a whole lot about what just recently happened in the world of football here. Yeah. Uh-huh um i'm going to give out to anybody in the media this challenge you can dm me i'm going to give five to one odds you give me five to one odds. excuse me since mitch trubisky can't play um but he's got to play a minimum of five games with josh allen that's very possible especially since they call running plays for him he's suffered concussion I'm given. Uh, I want five to one odds for anybody in the media, hundred dollars to a thousand, if Mitch Trubisky will make the playoffs and the Bears won't. Uh, if anybody wants to take me up on it, but he's got to start five he's games. Got to start
1: in- at least five games.
2: Right, and if he doesn't, okay, then the bet's off. Okay. Period. That's not fair to anybody because Josh Allen could win 13 games. Right. Yeah. And that's not fair. And then Mitch would get credit for that. I think he made a savvy move. That's a a better deal than Cam Newton and a lot of other guys got last year. So we'll see what happens. I think he's the the best backup quarterback in the game for sure. But I'm also going to put that caveat out. Would you take that bet, Carm? Would you Uh, take that bet that Buffalo will make the playoffs and the Bears won't and Mitch has to start at least five games?
1: I think Buffalo is good enough. Even if yep. the plays five games yeah, I'm five right. the playoffs, I don't think I want to bet that. <laughs> I, gonna... I, the Bears are, I don't know what they're doing,
2: Mike. Oh, my God! <laughs> I don't know. They let go I, Fuller! I don't know what they're doing. Hey, let me tell you something.
1: Hicks? What, that well, Hicks? And, w- unbelievable! We knew that they were going to have to trim some of that off the defense just because the salary cap, but it's just everything. It's the way this whole week has come together. The Dalton stuff doesn't make sense.
2: Let me ask I, you something. I don't get any of it. If Aaron Rodgers goes down and the Bears keep last year's team together... Are you trying to tell me since Stafford's gone, okay, they can't win the division? That they can't win the division? What is wrong with everybody? They have made a miscalculation after miscalculation. Now Rodgers or Rodgers has a flat year, or maybe somebody. There's a ton of injuries, but I'm nobody's going to tell me the situation. That by the way, folks bears odds. Only they could do this. Went for forty to, one to 50. <laughs> I know,
1: right? You sign a quarterback. The odds go from forty to
2: fifty to one. Only the Bears, Mike and I and, God, oh, and Peggy. God help and, and Peggy uh, Kaczynski got. I saw her on Twitter. Yeah, she says, "Please tell me there's something I more. I, I I, there's got to be something more." No, I heard today that Andy Dalton's already been promised to <laughs> start. He's each. the starter.
1: Yeah, I saw Peggy tweet that too. I was.
2: And there. I love, uh, you know. But when are we all going to learn? I don't know, Mike. It's crazy. So know. anyway, I just wanted I to love bring it. that
1: up. DM Mike if you want some of the action. All right, what's uh, you 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 piqued my interest hours ago when you first told uh, me and yours. What's the Winthrop? No, I mean Winthrop's a sexy, popular pick here. What's the play tonight for Winthrop Villanova?
2: I'll tell you what. I got to be honest with you. I grew up on the north side, and every I used to deliver papers on Kenmore and Winthrop. Okay, (laughs) I'm just going to say that around the Thorndale area, the Chicago Tribune. I was 12 years old. Okay, Kenmore and Winthrop. I had more success on my paper route than Winthrop's going to have against Villanova. Love
3: it.
2: Villanova, minus the 6.5, with one of the best coaches in NCAA basketball, Jay Wright taking a very game, Winthrop team, and Winthrop is that actor that everybody predicts stardom for that hits the big stage and then you never hear from him again. Okay? Yes. That's what's going to happen. They're going down. Uh, I'm taking I t- Villanova and I'm taking Wisconsin.
1: Villanova yeah. and Wisconsin. There you yep. go. I'll give you a play for one of the late are you games surprised? tonight. No, I'm not. I okay. think.
2: I think is you, Randy surprised?
1: Randy you surprised. I like Villanova, Mike. Even with uh, yeah. Gillespie yeah, but, out, yeah. I think Jay Wright can coach. I think, I I... think people are sleeping on Villanova yeah.
2: right yeah. now. Yeah, and if and by the way, Gillespie's out. Yeah. and they're still favored by seven.
1: They're still a six and a half seven. Point six and favorite. a half seven yeah. point yeah. favorite. All right. So Nova's the play there. Yep. I'll, I'll tell you what. I you know. Syracuse, the last two times Syracuse has been a double-digit seed, they've gone on runs. They went to the Final Four, and they went to the Sweet 16. They're playing a pretty good San Diego State team. This is always my philosophy on Syracuse, though. When they play in the tournament against a team that doesn't really know them, and San Diego State doesn't, and San Diego State didn't play one team this year that plays a true zone, Syracuse's matchup zone can give teams that aren't familiar with it matchup nightmares. Cuse is getting three. I, I like Syracuse here. I also like nice the play. under one thirty nine a little bit because both teams. I think the. I'm going to make
2: them both. I'm going to make
1: them, them both. I'm going to take Attaboy, Syracuse, Syracuse and the under Syracuse
2: was one going to be one of my picks. I mean, if I was going to take them, you're right. They they Syracuse has a tall zone. Yeah. I if you could coach zone, but if your players are six one, six two, six four, you could shoot over the zone when you've never seen the Syracuse zone, yeah. and then you see the hands raised. It's a whole tough, man. It's tough. It is absolutely yep. great pick, Carm. My, and you got the under two,
1: and I like the under two. The under one thirty-nine. All right, so and, and I got Villanova
2: first. and Wisconsin. There we we, we gave you plenty, folks. It should be. 4 and oh.
1: We gave you a lot. Hopefully everybody uh, had fun. Uh, we sure did, as always. Enjoy the first weekend. Thanks to Randy Merkin. Thanks to Tyler Aki and Eric Ostrowski, uh, as always, and thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And Mikey, have a great week, buddy. Enjoy it. Enjoy all the action, okay?
2: I, You too, Carmen. Randy and everybody And uh, You guys, all of you, have a winning, winning tournament.
1: For Mikey, I'm
0: Carmen. We'll see everybody next week on The Odds Couple. So long, people. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeBalco and Mike Norris on ESPN 1000.